Welcome to Talking Sons, the bloodthirstiest podcast about Dungeons and Daddies made by fans of the show. Dungeons and Daddies is a podcast about four dads who are teleported to the fantasy realm to reclaim their sons. This isn't that podcast. You should go listen to it because we don't care about spoilers and we'll spoil everything. Talking Sons, Episode 7, Emotional Roller Coaster. Theme music goes here. Ba-dang. Hi, my name is Jamie, and my dad fact is that we are a Disney family. So, with <laughs> you know, when when Glenn came out and was like, "Yeah, I only go to Disney," he got major points with my wife because she has been an annual pass holder for I don't know how long, but like the back of our car is just covered in annual pass holder magnets. So she loves that fact, and she a hundred percent agrees with that. This is why you don't go to Universal Studios because it's all the same ride over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, we are a Disney family, so I guess that's me and Glenn being bros. That's you being a Florida boy. <laughs> we would be best friends. You'd be my best friends. I bet he collects buttons. I doubt that he collects buttons. <laughs> Bold of you to assume he does not have the leather jacket that. Uh, oh my god. The leather jacket. Uh-huh. Indiana Jones? No, the leather jacket from the Rocky Horror Picture Show that, oh my god, what's his fucking name? I am in Rocky every semester of my fucking college career. What's his goddamn Tim Curry. Dr. Frankenfurter? Dr. Frankenfurton! Fuck! Mickey, that's the main goddamn <laughs> no, I know, 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 I know. Bold of you to assume that he doesn't have the same exact leather jacket that Dr. Frankenfurter has. Thank you. <laughs> With more blood and viscera at all. <laughs> he worked so hard to get that out as quickly as possible. Luke, introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Luke. Um, and my dad fact for this week is a bit of an update on my last dad fact. Uh, the suit fell through and now I'm getting sued by Anthony. Oh, no. So I got to figure that one out. Um, working on it. I will keep you guys updated. This is so sad. Yeah, I mean, kind of expected it. He has more everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Huge dick. <laughs> yeah. Chest hair. And wife. A decent job. Uh, if I continue, I'll just get sad. Like, why is he suing you? He has everything. What can he possibly take from you? My voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Kelly, and my dad fact is I have been published in the letter column of two issues of the same comic. Hot damn. Uh, yeah. Which comic? It's called Sex Criminals. I knew you were going to say <laughs> Sex Criminals. Yeah. It's the only thing I've been published in. No judgment. No judgment at all. <laughs> it's the best comic in the world. Hi, I'm Nikki, and my dad fact for this week is that I'm quitting, because if Nobody can have... Wait. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) She can't even quit right. I can't even quit good. Hi, everyone. It's your favorite host, Nikki. And I'm here to tell you that I'm quitting. That's right. Because if I can't have Mercedes Oak Garcia, nobody can. There we go. She got there. She did it. (laughs) All right. We crossed that finish line. (laughs) Speaking of this episode... 
We yeah. all just finished listening to episode 25, Mummy Issues. In yeah. this episode, the dads rode a ride and then we cried. Yay. Thank you. I wrote that rhyme. Yep. Eat my ass. <laughs> Big thing number one Henry's phone is now fucking dead. Ron's is now stone. Why are you reading it like this? Daryl gets Mercedes number, which is 555 Nice. It's a little long for a phone number, but okay. Well, I mean, it might just be a four digit extension. <laughs> yeah. Cell phone. <laughs> her and Henry share a cell phone, and to text her, you need to use the extension nice. Well, yeah, the thing is that uh, Mercedes has a phone number through her radio station and her extension just kind of works out to be nice. Oh, okay. But I'll mm-hmm. take that. I'll take that as an acceptable yeah. answer. And it and it forwards through to her phone. Yep. <laughs> definitely, definitely real. So they just, so nobody has 555 cell phone numbers, right? So like it's area code and then 555, like no matter what, it doesn't exist. 555 is a it's a hollywood convention so i think that yeah no no 555 number ever works that's good which is which is why the owner of the 8675309 number is you know they they tend to monetize those Hmm. yeah the more you know (laughs) okay so uh the trials of the mummy were as thus See, 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 no mummy. Speak, no mummy. Hear, no mummy. <laughs> oh my God! Fuck you. <laughs> so Freddie is a uh, an escape room pro. I guess that's been established. He does escape rooms on his own, which is the most insane thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah, that's yeah. that's some. Bonkers. What coincidentally is the most Freddie thing I've ever heard. Yeah, so that's tracks. true. That is true. Like he's yeah, he's a dude who picked up um Guitar Hero and was like, I guess yeah. played it on expert and was like, Why is this so hard? And he walks into escape rooms and goes, Huh, there's no bathroom in here. I guess I better get out. And he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh they the boys finally got into the pyramid and they had a lot of stuff to do to figure out how not to die. And our good friend, Doug. Our good friend, Doug. Best friend. First Doug. He he showed up not only with coffee, but like with a body, right? Yeah. Coffee and a corpse. Oh, my. Okay. His name is Doug. He dug up a corpse. <laughs> oh, he did not. <laughs> I mean, he wow. did. Did you hear how he proud did. he was? Did you hear how proud he was to come up with that? He was really proud at that realization, which doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't. But it's funny. Didn't but didn't he like slowly nod at uh, Daryl? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, Daryl's like you killed a guy, and Doug slowly nodded at him. <laughs> we can neither confirm nor deny if Doug killed that man. We really can. I mean, we can we can mostly confirm. That. Yeah, mostly confirm. I think that courts would probably you know convict him. I mean, we didn't see him do it. Just because he has a body with you know three inches off the top of its head in his hands doesn't mean he killed the guy and chopped off part of his head i I mean so nothing that ever happens off camera ever happens i guess right yeah right it's hide and seek rules is that like (laughs) you know if they can't see you then you're not there yeah Yeah, true yeah we are all two-year-olds and peekaboo still works on us it's terrifying. People just wink out of existence. I'm not convinced that a- any of you are real. I'm actually not. Oh, fuck. Bamboozed again. Mom, I've been bamboozed. It's just Nikki on a podcast alone by herself answering things nobody else can hear for 
half hour to 45 minutes. That's what it looks like to my roommate. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I think it's I think it's pretty cool that Daryl got Mercedes's phone number for no reason. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the fan the fan fiction community is going to go absolutely crazy over that. Who? Now, what is the words you just said? The fan fiction community is going to go absolutely crazy over that. Now, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't I don't know the words that you're using. <laughs> well, let, sit down and let me tell you about the uh, Oaksen shippers. What? Who? Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I know some of these words. Yeah. So after passing the uh, the the corpse through the ride, it turned to stone, and then they pass it through again, and then the phone turned to stone. Yep. And Ron lost his phone. Poor guy. But he got the the clues to the first escape room clue, and Freddy was just like on it. Death is just the beginning. Death is only, the, only the, beginning. the beginning. Please, yeah. you filthy fucking casual. You need to go watch your mummy, bud. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jamie, you go watch the mummy that I've seen. <laughs> Nikki? <laughs> I swan to John. Come on. Yeah, Jamie, why don't you go watch the mummy, the movie that I have seen? <laughs> if I have to watch Mamma Mia 2, you need to watch the mummy and the mummy 2. I will Kelly, gladly. The Mamma go. Mia 2 is not on the same level as the mummy. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I said it and I realized my mistake. Yeah, yeah. but I, I will I will gladly watch the first mummy and the second mummy, but not the one with the rock. That was terrible. Well, that is the second one. I mean, he oh. is in the second one, technically yeah. speaking, but barely. But not yeah. the Scorpion King. Scorpion Correct. King's not okay. his standalone movie. Just don't do the Dragon Emperor. That one's that one's bad. Yeah. I've actually never seen that one. It's it's not good. <laughs> the only thing I've ever seen of The Mummy is the trailer that got uploaded by accident that didn't have any music or most of the sound effects. So okay, it was just that's, that's the yelling. Tom Cruise one. You, yeah, it was yeah. just Tom Cruise yelling a lot. <laughs> that was, very that was a completely different Mummy, and that was like a yeah. reboot of the 30s. I know. The Brendan Fraser one is the one and true Mummy, which is the movie that I saw, obviously. So what's this about <laughs> Death is Only the Beginning? Okay, uh, so they had their puzzles that they had to go through, and so that was the first one. And the second one was a completely optional shield puzzle, where now they have a shield, I guess. And two poison dudes. Yeah, Daryl's poisoned. And did Ron get poisoned? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, because he sucked it. He sucked it out. And then Anthony was like, "That's not how that works. You're stupid." <laughs> yeah, which is you know f completely fair. fair and justified. One hundred freaking percent. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? If you're ever bit by a snake, you just kind of wrap compression bandages around. Yeah, that way it doesn't like spread as far you as put I know. on a yeah. tourniquet. No, no tourniquets, because that's how you lose an arm. I love losing arms. <laughs> it's my favorite pastime. Okay, <laughs> I'm down to two. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. So yeah, our boys got on the ride. Uh, Daryl hulked out of the restraints of the roller coaster, and I feel like I I cannot let that slide. Uh, I know he's a barbarian, but like, holy shit, that's hot. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of kind of hot of him. Maybe when he was raging, he kind of like, I don't know, slipped and because and, a lot of those rides have quick releases. They're like little knobs down by your feet, right? 
Sure. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't know why you stopped. I know that about rides. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you look down when you get into a ride, a lot of times there's like a little black knob. It's only for like roller coasters that don't go upside down. So that way you can kick it open if, uh, I don't know, the teenage ride attendant is too busy to let you out of the roller coaster. So maybe he just like was really good at knowing where that was and went like, did a sick kick and then jumped out. Yeah, or he like, yeah, he, he might have like just hulked out and uh, put his foot down and hit the little release knob. I'm putting my foot down, mister. <laughs> I mean, him hitting it would kind of make sense because he's like a roller coaster nut. So it's a possibility. Yeah. Throwing it out there. Yeah. He, he might have been aware of it. And especially those universal rides. You know, those worthless universal rides. You don't really <laughs> yeah. need the restraints for those because they just kind of, you know, rock around and point you at different screens. And then uh, after getting a shield that I totally thought was like cursed, like I would not be surprised yeah. if they pulled that it being cursed where it has a benefit, but also like some sort of a drawback or I don't know. Whatever. And now Daryl's other hand falls off. Ugh. Yeah, this is cursed and that is cursed. <laughs> Nikki, that's a reference to the movie that you've definitely seen. Yes, it mm -hmm. is. Yeah, no, I knew that. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. then they get past the sh the shield puzzle or shuzzle, as I like to call it. <laughs> what what and final thing? Hey, no, hold the fuck up. <laughs> now, now before we before we dissect the shuzzle, I, I also want to point out the <laughs> fact that it was like a hand sized hole, and he pulled an entire ass shield out of it. Maybe it was collapsible. I was imagining like a not a Steven Universe, but like it's like a yeah. little thing, and then when you like put it on, it like expands. So hammer space is a thing. I mean, it's like the ruby shield that uh, was it John? And wait, John? I'm sorry. Was this where the dick size holes? No, 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 this was no, before was the dick size. What I was I'm gonna sorry. say when I was so rudely interrupted is that after they got to the shuzzle, they went to Stop saying they that. got to the scarabs, <laughs> and there were holes on the wall, and Freddie assumed it said. He said dick-sized holes. As you do. Um, so, so instead Henry, of tiny-sized holes. Yeah, instead of... So Henry shot some vines to cover one up, and Daryl... They put a statue against one hole, and they yeah. stuffed a t-shirt in the other. And then Glenn is now shirtless. Glenn ripped, yeah. his, Glenn ripped his shirt off to reveal a glistening six-pack and shoved his shirt into one of the holes. So, so is Glenn just in a constant state of glistening? Yes. He's always a little bit damp, you know what I mean? I mean, he's a rock star, so okay. yes. He's part one. <laughs> but here's what's important they got through all of the trials of the mummy see no speak no hear no mummy and they got to the end and what did they see pray tell not mummies they saw mummies mommy mummy what in oh, a pyramid God. about the mummy my god yeah so they debated lighting him up on fire for a while daryl spit on uh the thick one Thick. Curvaceous, which Anthony, buddy, buddy, stop using the word curvaceous. Extra thick. <laughs> Apu, get the fuck out of here. No, we make, we gotta teach him some new words. Yeah, so let's hear. Let's just go round robin. Uh, I'll give Anthony a new word for curvaceous. I'll go first. Thick. Hourglass figured. Voluptuous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Luke. Uh, curvy. Well, that's that's like borderline curvaceous, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jesus, Jamie, come the fuck on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, we can wait. Yeah, we're waiting now. Oh, we're gonna be here a while, unless I totally Google something. Bodacious. No, bodacious. 
Good God, no. I'm gonna light you on fire with my brain. What What was in, in cartoons? That's like Haley Hips or Harley Hips or whatever? Oh. Shapely. Let's go with that. Say it again. Shapely. All right, fine. That's acceptable. Yeah. There we go. We all did it. Anthony, those Yay. are free. Free to use. Yep. The next time you describe Mercedes O. Garcia in the uh, uh, dead flesh... <laughs> Or alive flesh. Please let her be alive flesh. Yeah, preferably the alive flesh. So, what's the scoop? Okay, so here's the skinny. <laughs> or here's the big boned. Here's the big boned. Carol's Carol, the tall one. Carol's the tall one. No, Carol's the... I think it was stout, right? Stout, stout, thank you. I thought Samantha was the stout. No, Carol was stout, the stout one. Mercedes was the curvaceous one. And Samantha was the tall one. Oh, okay. And they all had notes for their boys. And it turns out that these versions of the moms, aka the mummies, were, you know, 10 years in the future in real time. And then they went to Universal Studios' own pyramid ride, the mummy, the myth, the universe, Yep. Uh, to try to find the boys. And then they fell for another 10 years. And now they're like this. And crystals fucking work. <laughs> I knew crystals work. So here's the thing. The moms, obviously some kind of time paradox is happening there. The moms in the dad's universe are fine, but I will say, and to everyone who cried out there, you are completely valid. The notes were very emotional. It was super sad. Yes. Like, it was a sad, genuinely sad moment. Yes. If if they called their wives, though, whose phone do you think would ring? Ooh. Oh, if they called their wives uh... right then? Ooh, that'd be scary. Like, can you imagine, like, Daryl calls Mercedes and the phone on mummy Mercedes and also Mercedes in real life answered? God, that's terrifying. Or it would just be the one phone. But hey, Ron gets a new phone. Yeah, That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, that was, it was a lot. I will say that. It was. Yeah. It's a nice reminder. And I think this was kind of what, like, Anthony was going for an A-mod. And it happened really quickly of like, this does still have stakes. Yeah. yeah. Like, not the same stakes. Like, obviously not all the dads can die, but like, there are stakes around them if they don't, you know, get out and save their kids. And I think it was a nice reminder that like this, this funny haha podcast has stakes. It's true. After how many episodes? 25? 25. 25. It only took 25 to remind us that there's well, stakes. Well, the last, the last big one, I mean, I think the last time people were reminded that there were stakes was the whole, uh blood pact but even then like mm, i think there's the yeah. kind of subtle hint of like they're not gonna kill a kid they're not oh, gonna yeah. on yeah. an audio podcast make matt arnold the king's role player <laughs> act out how, what it's like to eat your son's skin that would be insane so i think this is like a real stake that might it will have consequences on the dads but not you know potentially lasting ones like the blood pack could have had so aren't you supposed to establish stakes in like act one so does that mean that there's like another 75 episodes there are a lot of screenwriters on this podcast so <laughs> yeah. they should have figured this out or there's or there's 75 more episodes either one yeah so we are most of the way through act one we did it guys it's just rising action from here what i was going to say was that this had the emotional feel of killing terry senior with the fanny pack where holy shit that is an incredible use of like just a plot device but you know having that happen in front of terry jr was like gut-wrenching and definitely gave me that emotional sucker punch so oh yeah for sure yeah. i think that this is kind of on that level 
Yeah, and to almost all of the dads. Yeah. Poor Glenn. Can you imagine, like, like he's not even coping too well with, like, his own... He's... I would say he's mostly over it. If, for yeah. what it seems. Like, he's not a man that can like, is, like, basking in his own grief. Like, that's not the type of dad he is. Yeah. So I would say, like, he's mostly over it, but, like, you know, has a sentimental value for his for his wedding ring, which is, makes Yeah, he is either super strong in denial, and so he's just kind of still buried in a cocoon of the first stage of grieving or i don't know he's he's moved on and takes his dilf of disneyland trophy and (laughs) he's living his best life i guess personally that's where i see him but i definitely think you know losing his wife emotionally stunted him which is what i'm saying is that can you imagine you know going from the one who lost his wife to all of these men that you surrounded yourself have suddenly lost their wives or thought they lost their wives. And you have to be the emotional background for like emotional support for them during this. That's insane. And I do not envy Glenn, Glenn, Glenn close. If you're out there, if you're listening, uh, call me. (laughs) Also, please put on a shirt. Just please. Or, you know, don't damn Luke or Skype, Skype Nikki without a shirt, but, um, (laughs) So the other thing not the is actress. not the actress, not the actress, not the actress. That'd still be hot though. <laughs> Glenn Close, the actress is still kicking it though. Um, but keeping it tight, she's just vibing and keeping it tight. Yep. But so I, I agree that I think that Glenn might be in the best position to kind of help these other dads through their through their emotions because he's been there and he has some distance and so this might be a growth moment because it's like you know the best way to learn something is to teach it so to help the dads get over their wives Ooh, does yeah. glenn close do growth moments though okay yeah, i definitely as, think he has as proof that he is probably not going to do the growth moment <laughs> what was the last line of this episode oh yeah <laughs> Now you know why I stick to Disney ride. This is what I was going to say, is that as much as I want Glenn to have an emotional growth moment, which I do think he has progressed over the course of, you know, the podcast from like running away with his son to, you know, actively being a team player and sacrificing himself to go in for the jewels into Neverwinter, despite knowing full well that that could and did go horribly wrong. I will say that, but I can almost guarantee that I feel like one of them is going to walk out and just, you know, try calling their wife on the phone. Oh, for sure. And that'll kind of all be null and void, I think. It would just be, well, so it would be Daryl, because he's the only one with a phone left. Yes, yeah. And he would call Carol and not Mercedes. Are you sure? Mm. Mm. What's in the what's note? In we the don't note? know what's, yeah, that's true, we don't know what's in the note. Yeah, but... If the note is, don't call me... It wouldn't be that. No, I because Anthony and Matt have been trying very hard to kind of come back from Carol is cheating on Daryl with Darnell and is more like an emotional cheating. Like she's not getting everything emotionally she needs from the relationship. So I feel like the letter is bound to be something actually sweet. I'm I'm not 100 percent certain on what's going on with with daryl and carol because i believe that there's an unedited episode where they had that where carol was actually cheating and they were like no this is the wrong story beat and so they walked it back so one of the luxuries of being able to edit 
Thank you, editor. <laughs> is that um, you can walk back mistakes. So that might be one where they actually walked to that precipice and then kind of towed it back a little bit and didn't release it. So I don't think that Carol is cheating. I don't think that's a storyline. No, no, definitely not. But, you know, it's like I'm, I'm not I'm not sure where they're going to go. Like my favorite thing about Mrs. Doubtfire is that in the end. Oh, my God. There's a horse shitting in the house. <laughs> besides that is that at the very end you know robin williams didn't get back together with his wife and so they had a healthy i guess platonic relationship where they were both parents of the kids but they were separated and they were happier because of it yes maybe the 10 years that this version of carol had made her realize that yeah. she values daryl as a, a a friend a man yeah and, and and so, yeah, where she she realizes that she was happier without him and yeah, just kind of that might be the direction it goes because, you know, people's happily ever after doesn't always have to be married. I, I mean, you know, it might be divorce papers. It might be tickets <laughs> to Chuck E. Cheese's. That'd be funny. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a ticket to the other version of the mummy ride. their passage to disney universal sucks go to disney (laughs) (laughs) it's the indiana jones ride Uh. all right uh so also will's performance uh while he was reading the notes it just absolutely got me and my heart just absolutely it just completely broke in half when he got to the universal studios hollywood line and just broke i I wish i could i wish i could give will full credit for his performance (laughs) it was incredible however i was a little tainted by the fact that he opened the fucking fucking podcast with his favorite musical is the sound cats make that is unforgivable and will i am sorry but come on you've already had so many rights taken away real i'm running out of i'm running out of rights i got all these will rights in my hands and i i need another hand to go to the bathroom will get in your box will i mean if you're henry you don't need to use your hands at all in the bathroom you're disgusting luke i'm going to murder you Straight up, just fucking murder. It's cool. I lived a good life, I think. Yeah. Speaking of living, <laughs> let's get a word from our sponsor. Oh, wow. Joe and Ado is here for all of your coffee and cadaver needs. We know how busy your life is, and we know how often you need both a caffeine boost and a body, so we combine the concept of a coffee shop and a mortuary to make this cool, hip, relaxed space that we can all enjoy. No longer will you have to rush your coffee order because you have to hurry away and get a dead body. Now it's all in one place. Interns the world over know to come to Joe and Ado for their boss's coffee and cadaver needs. And all the time they save with our super fast and convenient service makes the kind of impression that probably has a slight chance of leading to getting paid one day. Plus, free Wi-Fi. Joe and Ado. It's coffee with a body. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, so that's a, a small local business in Neverwinter that got uh, demolished by the pyramid. And so we are hosting their ad spot here uh, free of charge because uh, they need to rebuild. Yeah. No, we definitely so we definitely support their business. Um, They do have a surplus of dough and not enough Joe right now, but I think they'll be able to work through it. 
Yeah, yeah. Tons of dead bodies, but oh, I so mean, many. <laughs> so yeah, so many. They don't have the storage, guys. Yeah, yeah. Because they only serve hot coffee, not cold bodies. It's a lot of dead stock. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry for that. Okay, so conspiracy corner. Oh God! Uh, really? That's the effect I have on women. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, conspiracy corner. Does sucking the venom from a wound actually poison you? I mean, I'm unless gonna, you have... I'm going to stop oh. you right there, Jamie. Uh, Nads. We have to finish talking about Larkin Sparrow's Nads play. Kelly, I completely agree with you about Nads. And frankly, I think we need to finish it right now. Would you join me in my escapades? Um, I would be honored. (laughs) So given Scrotum Tugger is arguably one of the best names. Yes. Lark and or Sparrow was very good with that. Yes. Will, you're gaining a right back for that one. You get one. Will, you can now go to the bathroom unsupervised. No, that is way further up the list. Okay. You can use a paper towel. You can use a fork without a cork on the end. (laughs) So what were the other cat names, though? Let me put forward. Yes. Bustanut Jones. Bustanut Jones. Uh, I might also just uh, pitch to you uh, Booba Larina, which is Taylor Swift's character. God, yes. She just had such boobs. Huge. Huge bonhonkas. Assets. Trucks of land. Bonhonka hoovas. Let's go with Grizzabala next. Um, Mm -hmm. Just going to keep with the ball theme. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have to go with the dick and balls. Dick and balls. As, you know, established by the name Nads. Um, uh, Sir Ian McKellen did a really good job as Nuts the theater cat. Yeah, I mean, it was just like every two seconds he was showing you his nuts and asshole. Yeah. Constantly. As a cat does, yes. And then there was Rebel Wilson with Jenny Any Dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, McCavity can stay. There, we can't do better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I I mean, Idris Elba's naked cat was weird and terrible. and But kind of sens- sensual, if I do say so myself. No, the word you're looking for is horny. Sensual. It was just all horny. Top to bottom. Sensual. And then there was the very cute Mr. Dickistopheles. <laughs> very cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. We did lose it a little bit at Mr. Dickistopheles. We lost sight of a few things. Yeah. Um, we, so I feel like us pitching at this and also uh, Lark and Sparrow themselves consider themselves a mungo jizzy and rumple deezer like these nuts uh, <laughs> yeah these big old nuts yeah these huge nuts in fact nikki and i represent mungo jizzy and rumple deezer i consider myself more of a rumple deezer myself fine then i guess i am mungo jizzy no, no, hold on if it's lark and sparrow it's probably mu- uh, then mungo jizzy and rumple deezer and as established i'm the more evil one so i guess i would be mungo jizzy Yep. Okay, so Cats was a musical that. where mm-hmm. they just kind of kept on introducing themselves over and over again via song. Yep. Mm-hmm. What, do you have any, any song hooks for us? Yeah, Um. just let me pitch you two more, uh, three more, actually. Yeah, just um, a few more names. Hold just on. Like really quick, okay. Just like really quick, just really quick. We got Dictoria the White Cat, who is our lead. <laughs> our lead. The lead. Um, she yep. is our audience. Uh, Surrogate. Yes. 
Um, we have Old Neuteronomy, who is so good. <laughs> so good. That one was all Kelly. Old Neuteronomy was all Kelly. Scrotum Tugger. Yeah, and then Skimble Skanks, the railway cat. Um, <laughs> he's great, and his yeah. song, frankly, did not need to go as hard as it did. <laughs> hard. It bopped. It really did. Um, I think Larkin Sparrow would probably tackle. I mean, Memory is the song that everyone knows. So maybe they. Memory all alone in the moonlight. Ew. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's talking about titties. Um, Kitties uh, and titties. Kitties and titties. Yeah. Uh, Cats do have an excess of titties, like 11 of them, right? Yeah. I Several. wish. I think cat. I think cats would have been better if they did have nipples. <laughs> Fuzzy um, little nipples. <laughs> just like, just like some nipples. And I feel like Larkin Sparrow would say the same. I feel like their version of Nads, if they were to perform it as a stage play, which they did, but it was just the two of them, so they couldn't do like a ton of quick changes. Um, but they definitely did have just like a whole mess of nipples on them. <laughs> they they looked like smallpox victims. <laughs> I they- feel like. They should also, like, expel poison. <laughs> no, we're not. No McElroy references here. Ah, fuck. Um, what was I going to say? Mercedes definitely did help with the costume design, and they did want to have dick balls and butthole out, but Mercedes put a stop <laughs> to that one really fast. I mean, she said, okay, on the butthole. Yeah, and she, she plays- was fine with the scrotal pouches, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh she played Grizabala, I feel like. Because I can definitely see Mercedes O Garcia ripping out a mammary. Although <laughs> although if, if the boys didn't get like little scrotums on their cat costumes, could you see them like gluing little like crown royal bags to them? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a little bright purple sack. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they just have like some pool balls in there, that's all. <laughs> just meaty clackers <laughs> walking around <laughs> so um well obviously the song the invitation to the jellical ball would just be the jellical balls well it might be like that's the, pretty obvious the, the, the testicle balls though no it's it's the jizzical ball. ball i like testicle ball that's closer i feel like yeah um but the rest of them again the songs are literally just them introducing themselves so it would be pretty much the same thing basically my prom and then you know uh grizabala dies Um, she gets neutered (laughs) 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 spade yeah and she's a lady cat oh spade she's a lady i'm so sorry um and uh henry was like into it but you know I do think, I feel like Larkin Sparrow would go like, excuse the expression, but balls out with uh, the heavy side layer scene. Yeah, they went hard. Where in the movie, Jennifer Hudson gets lifted into the sky on a big balloon, but in theirs, there's just a really weirdly graphic spaying <laughs> scene. Yeah, they, they, they ordered some awful from, you know, the internet somehow. And they bring an actual, like, gardening spade. <laughs> oh, this is how this works Jesus right christ yeah i mean well i mean how many years ago did they perform this you know it could have been three no i mean it could have been at any point because cats has been around since forever yeah nine or ten well how old they needed to be old enough to understand dick and balls and butthole and i mean realistically they are right about that age yeah i feel like this was the summer yeah. oh yeah this yeah. was like a few months earlier the cats the movie got announced and they were like, we got to get on <laughs> they this. They saw the trailer and were like, holy shit. We could do this yeah. so much better. 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we pretty much cracked it. I mean, the songs would be the exact same, you know? Skimble, Skanks, the railway cat, the cat of the railway train. Like, it's the same. Yeah. It would just be Skanks instead of Stanks. What's his fucking name? Shanks. (laughs) Skimble. Now, hold on. Skimble Stanks might be better. Skimble Stanks is pretty good. Yep. Do we want to go more toilet humor or more, like locker room feel like we've got enough if i'm being completely honest enough cats nads content for this episode um but i'd be happy to revisit it um if any of you want to uh get at me with your hot nads takes uh my twitter is at (laughs) so just you know you can tweet at me there she's accepting all the hot nads yeah you can just tweet me there and i am now accepting hot nad photos If you can find Nikki's Twitter, please send her hot Nads photos. <laughs> Not your... Please. Oh, my God. Disclaimer. Don't send me your fucking balls. <laughs> please do not please. send actual ball pictures to Nikki's Twitter. Please send pictures of Nads. Crown Royal bags with pool balls in them. That is all that we were accepting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh what my else God. do we have to talk about? Speaking of enough, do we want to talk about how the Nads, like, have consistently gotten out of fights and this time i was expecting a duel with the mummy lord and then they got out of a fight me too definitely yeah that one was more on anthony's end though yeah Yeah, he didn't like schedule a mummy lord and they were like oh look moms hot moms in your area (laughs) god he should have used that oh my god yeah yeah they all get it (gasps) they oh 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 they all get a text from Scam Likely, and it says, mm, hot moms in your area. <laughs> oh, my God. If they would have lit the mummies on fire, that would have oh, been a joke. Oh, shit. Oh. I get it, because hot. Fire is hot. Good yeah, job, they're Jamie. lit. Fire, <laughs> hot. Luke, whoever said that, you're all the same. Wow. How <laughs> many episodes have we been How many months have we been at this? I don't know, like two. I honestly, I honestly like zoned out. It's, it's All okay. right. So do we want to get serious or do we just want to move to the fandom plug? Uh, this is the point where we talk about non Dungeons and Daddy stuff that we've been up to. Uh, so today I downloaded a game called Light Matter, and it is a fun little puzzle game that feels very much like a spiritual successor to uh, Portal 2 because it has like the snorky uh, authority figure uh who is guiding you along and other kinds of puzzles you know you don't get a portal gun but is if you step in the shadow you die so the floor is essentially lava and a lot of the puzzles are actually really cool so i'm a fan of that cool cool i am a fan of let's see i just went to the courtney barnett show uh courtney barnett is an australian uh singer songwriter guitar player and she just did a solo set and fucking wailed on the guitar for an hour and was incredible so i'm gonna say her uh so i just recently watched the movie parasite um it's been around for a while, but it just came out on Blu-ray like recently, and uh, it was really freaking good. <laughs> it's directed by Bong Joon-ho. Um, he's done a lot of movies like The Host and Snowpiercer. He's just like knocked every movie he's ever made out of the park, basically. Um, yeah, it's uh, like a Korean thriller drama. It's a lot of different things. It kind of starts out as like a comedy, and then it just completely switches like halfway through the movie and it gets wild and it is amazing. Um, so I highly recommend you 
watch Parasite if you get the chance. It's an amazing movie. That sounds great. I've heard really good things about Parasite, but I refuse to watch movies that make me feel things. <laughs> well, which is why I'm a fan of like Star Wars and Marvel. You don't make me emote. <laughs> yep. Why? You should be entertaining. Don't make me feel things. I mean, Don't it is me entertaining. Think. It's just entertaining and feels. Uh, am I allowed to pimp other podcasts on here? Not mine, like just a podcast. I mean, yeah, 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 sure. So I just recently started listening to and finished the back catalog of um, St. Elwick's Neighborhood Association newsletter podcast. It is Mike Wozniak, who is often on Beef and Dairy Network, and it has kind of the same vibe. Of it's a fictional world, and it's mostly uh, just Malcolm Durridge, who Mike Wozniak plays, uh, having a panic attack for ha half an hour about trying to produce a podcast after his newsletter shut down. It's very, it's not surreal, but it it's a world that doesn't exist, and it's just very entertaining. Um, so if you like listening to news that isn't real, uh, I highly suggest it. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't want to listen to news that is real. That's just depressing. It's very good. <laughs> I, I, it's entertaining. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Listen to it. There's only like f four or five episodes. So. Sounds like it. I'm not Beth May, and she's not here to send us out. More theme music goes here. Ba-dang, 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 ba-dang. This podcast was created and produced by a tiresome group of volunteers. Talking Sons was mastered and edited by Agniti. Consulting producer is Veet Vujagig. Our theme music is Madness is Everywhere by Lobo Loco. Grab the next podcast in your app of choice or from Nikki.horse. Next episode should drop on February 10th. If you would like to come sledding with us, follow Nikki's Twitter. I'm not going to give you the Twitter handle because Nikki's little kittens lost their mittens and they shall have no pie. Did Henry and Daryl kiss in episode 25? Unfortunately, no. But Daryl did spit on Mercedes, so I'm counting it as a win.